This is EdTech Now, a short podcast about education technology and how it's used in the classroom. EdTech Now is made possible by StackUp, a Chrome browser extension that makes reading fun and easy using the entire web and delivers reading progress and online usage metrics to administrators. Now here's our host, Noah Geisel, Education Director at StackUp. Hi, Lee. Our guest today is Tammy Neal. She's been a teacher for 26 years, and she co-moderates the hashtag Rural Edge Chat on Twitter at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesdays, right, Tammy? Yes, that's correct. And Rural Edge Chat connects teachers from rural schools across the country. She also co-moderates the hashtag FL Edge Chat on Twitter. Tammy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tim, it is so great to have you here. We really appreciate having you and offering your unique perspective on, on rural educators. And, and that's really where we want to jump right in. You know, you've written that rural educators can be left out of the educational conversation because, you know, sometimes they can't afford to attend large education conferences. If their voices were there to be heard at these conferences, what would they be saying? Well, number one, I think they'd say, don't forget about us. (laughs) So many times solutions look at larger populations. Companies want to connect with big draws. We want to be in a school district that we can bring TV cameras to. And so many of our rural districts are left out of those opportunities. You know, that that is so important. You know, sometimes, you know, we, we equity is such an important and driving factor in our conversations in education these days. And your geographical equity is, is probably a new one for a lot of folks to have on our radar. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm in North Florida. And when you say Florida, everybody thinks palm trees. Um, the only palm trees we have are the ones we bring in from somewhere else. So people don't realize that there actually are rural areas just outside of large urban areas. Let me piggybacking on the idea of, you know, if we were doing a better job of listening to rural educators, you know, that one of the things we'd be hearing is, hey, listen to us, we're here. You know, following up on that, what, what are the topics that conferences need to do a better job of covering in order to meet the needs of rural educators? And, you know, perhaps this overlaps a little bit with tying into just the rural ed Twitter chats. What are some of the popular topics that you discuss on the chats? Well, one of the things that I think no matter what the conference is, opportunities for networking beyond just the conference session moments, because let's face it, you go into a conference session, you don't get really a whole lot of time to discuss anything with the people in the room with you. You're there to learn from whomever is the speaker in that session. So, you know, I'd really love to see conferences build in more networking time, more guided networking time, encouraging our teachers, rural urban, suburban, to connect with one another so that we can see what differences we have and what similarities we have. And that's really one of the driving things behind Rural Ed Chat is teachers who know that they need to expand beyond their classroom walls, and they're out trying to find other teachers trying to expand beyond their classroom walls. That's something that I think a lot of us working in more urban environments can really take it for granted, that that connectedness you speak to, you know, where for us to expand beyond our walls, literally can just be knocking on the door next door, right? We're in a building with a hundred colleagues as opposed to being, you know, a lot of times physically anyways, I guess a lot of rural teachers, it can pretty easily feel like you're on an island where you're the only one teaching your content area for quite some area around you. Yeah, exactly. I'm the only AP computer science principles teacher in at least a 70 mile radius 
So if I'm not connected through the programs that code.org offers me, I'm not going to have somebody to bounce ideas off of. You know, when I first started in this particular school district seven years ago, I was the only Algebra One teacher on my end of the county. There was nobody. That's how I got started was because I was an island and I was like, I can't do this. That need for connection is definitely one way in which rural ed folks are going to stand out, you know, and and we know that just as one size fits all instruction doesn't work for students, it, we we know it doesn't work for supporting teachers. And so for any professional developers listening or ed tech companies like uh, StackUp, who sponsors this podcast, you know, that really want to serve all of our users, you know, what are some of the challenges that are unique to rural educators that we should have on our minds? Well, remember that, you know, I need solutions for students who don't have access to the internet at home. There are places that right now it's just not feasible. I know that Microsoft and Apple are working on some new white space stuff. I just found out about last night. I was so excited. But we really need offline solutions for our students in their home environments. You know, my school is one-to-one Chromebooks, but when we go home, you know, we've got rivers over here in my area that there's no way we're going to get internet service near the river at this point. So we've got to have offline solutions for our kids. That's key right now. We go back to that equity piece. We've got to make sure these kids who don't have access can get it, or at least something that will bridge that gap. Hey, it's Lee jumping in with a quick word about StackUp, which makes this podcast possible. StackUp is the only tool that unlocks the learning benefits of the entire web while providing the accountability that educators need to measure progress and engagement. With StackUp, you can measure and report online reading and learning for your entire district in less than two minutes. Now back to the show with Noah Geisel. As I think about, you know, the unique challenges facing rural ed teachers in the just really resilient and perseverant ways in which they adapt and, and find solutions. I'm curious that, you know, as we look beyond the support and infrastructure that are lacking for rural educators, you know, what are the superpowers that are unique to our rural educators? Well, the 40,000 hats that we wear. <laughs> I am the computer teacher. I, you know, support our school improvement plan. There's so many things that we do, class sponsors, club sponsors, to connect with these kids. There are just over 700 kids in my school, and I can pretty much guarantee I know all 700 and something names. And so when I see them in a grocery store, there's a connection. And I think that's one of the biggest things. Our community building is so tremendous. Not only do we know which kids need support, we know which kids have the support. The old saying is, if you sneeze on one end of the town, before you can get to the other end of the town, they think you have a cold. (laughs) But that actually is also one of the positives, because we're here to support each other and because we care about each other. And it's not to say that people in urban or suburban areas don't care about each other, but that sense of community underlies everything that we do. Totally. I mean, with such a focus on relationships and and the the importance of that in deterring a student's success. It it just feels like even in a landscape where rural educators might not have the fastest, say, internet connections as they would desire, you know, the the connectedness just interpersonally that they have. We may not have the internet connection, but we have the mom connection, the dad connection, the neighbor connection. 
we connected up in other ways. I love that so much. That that is fantastic. You know, you, and you talk about you know the the distance in a smaller areas that you know, as you said, that somebody knows you thinks you have a cold before you've even gotten your sneeze out. And, you know, I'm wondering, you know, when we're using online and digital approaches to to learning in our rural districts, are are there any kind of lessons learned that you can share as far as how people traverse that distance? There are, I'm sure many of the listeners have heard of mystery Skypes, mystery hangouts, video conferencing, where two people on the other end, the teachers know where they're connecting to. Of course, you have to. The classrooms may not know. And so they play a 20 questions back and forth, trying to pinpoint each other on the map. Those types of things to bridge those miles really do open up the classrooms. The very first one I ever did, I connected with a school in Philadelphia five years ago, very urban school. Teacher was teaching a group of seventh graders math, and I was teaching seventh grade math, and we connected. And very, very quickly, a young man in my class who thought that he was for lack of a better word, a bad mamma jamma, discovered real quick he wasn't so bad when there was a comment made from the Philadelphia classroom. And the teacher was kind of embarrassed. And I was like, no, 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 that needs to happen. Our kids need to know, and your kids need to know, what each other looks like, what each other feels like, what we sound like, how we interact with one another. Those things need to happen. And so I was like, don't apologize for that. I mean, that was a great teaching moment for me. It really signals to where, you know, our global competencies and, and awareness and, and interactions are, are not geospecific skills. They, they are ubiquitous in, in their need, aren't they? Exactly. Exactly. There's been a lot of talk lately in some of the Twitter chats and things about the echo chamber that is Twitter. It's very easy to get connected with a group of people and never step outside that bubble. Well, that same thing's true in a rural community, in an urban community, a suburban community. You get comfortable where you are and you forget that there are people who live different lifestyles than you. And so that connectedness between all of our classrooms, I can connect with a gentleman in Arizona, a gentleman in Alaska, a lady in Europe, and my kids can see that all kids have certain issues with getting up in the morning. But other kids have different issues because they're a lot colder than we are. Well, how does it feel to actually have a sled versus snow skis versus water skis? And we can have those conversations. And it starts to break down some of the barriers that right now are dividing our country and dividing our planet. Yes, ma'am. And I, I would want you to know, Tammy, I really appreciate you joining us and helping me step outside my bubble. And I hope if you ever see me on Twitter... Getting into too narrow a bubble, you, you'll definitely call me out on it and make sure that I'm getting exposure to more diverse and, and ranging viewpoints. So a dear um, friend of mine says it this way. I think she says it beautifully. Her name is, well, she's about to be Dr. Sarah Thomas. I'll just shout out to EduMatch. She says, individually, we're all these beautiful points of light. But look at the picture we make when we all come together. And to me, that says it all. When we all come together, look at the beauty we can create. I couldn't agree more with that. And, and yeah, anybody who does not know, at Sarah, duh, D-A, teacher, T-E-C-H-U-R. She is absolutely a great connector, great teacher and, and learner and, and great person to follow on Twitter. Tammy, one thing that we're doing wrapping up each podcast episode this season is to ask you if there's something that you're really excited about right now that you can share that 
I should have asked you about. Let's see. There is something, but I can't share it yet. Edge of your seat type stuff. Things are happening. But I'm very excited. This is our first year one-to-one rollout. So I'm excited to see the things that are going on in our schools. Rural Ed and Florida Ed Chat are just leaps and bounds, growing exponentially. You know, every time we turn around, somebody else is going, oh, we've heard of you. We're very grateful for that. Very, very grateful. Ed Camp Bramford is coming up in the spring. We're expecting it to be our biggest one ever, connecting these North Florida communities. I'm very excited about that. And just the opportunity to connect with folks like you, Noah, and to open the doors to our classrooms, not just mine, but to see the ripples that happen as we have these conversations. I am so excited about that. So grateful that you asked me to come today and have this conversation with you. And if you guys, anybody that makes it to FETC, Future Educational Technology Conference in January, we will be there, all the moderators. Oh, I look forward to meeting you in person. And I I just did my registration today. And Tammy, I can't thank you enough so much for being on the podcast here. We thought we were getting an educational technologist and instead we we got an ed tech poet. It's awesome to hang out with you and learn from you this evening. And you can find Tammy on Twitter at at TG underscore Neil, N-E-I-L. Tammy, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you, Noah. Thank you so much. Thanks to StackUp for making EdTech now possible. Go to stackup.net to learn more about how StackUp can track reading across the entire web. I'm Lee Schneider, and thanks for listening.